there, entrepreneurs, dream makers, and small business titans. I'm Chip Schweiger, and welcome to this episode of the Entrepreneur's Accountant Podcast, where you get tips and tricks that can help you level up your company to build value and create a business that goes from seven figures to eight and from eight figures to nine. I'm a CPA in public practice who, for the last 27 years, has worked with some of the largest companies in America. But my real passion is in helping entrepreneurs and business owners like you, because you truly are the crown jewel of our economy. And today, we've got an interesting episode for you. But before I move on, be sure to sign up for email updates at my new website, www.entrepreneursaccountant.com, to get exclusive content and tips that allow you to grow your business while enjoying the lifestyle you're entitled to. That's www.entrepreneursaccountant.com. So let's get to this week's show. So welcome to this week's episode. Uh, Happy to have you here, and I'm really happy to talk about something that's super, super important. You know, being an entrepreneur is tough, and I don't have to tell you that. It's one of the most difficult things you can do, but it also can be one of the most satisfying things. But one of the factors that makes it so tough is all the challenges that you face. And just think about it. You could face the challenge of realizing that you're headed in the wrong direction, And nothing cuts deeper than the realization that you've been heading in the wrong direction with your business, especially after dedicating so much time and so much money to it. Or you could come to the realization that you've been trying to do it all yourself and trying to do it well. And I've talked about this one before and the value of strategic delegation and outsourcing. Because with the entrepreneurs and business owners I've studied, doing it all by yourself all the time and being good at it can leave you physically, mentally, and emotionally in considerable pain. Overworking those muscles, and you're not only will you experience pain, but you could also be doing more damage than good. Or one of the challenges that you could face, and this is something that I also talk to entrepreneurs and business owners about all the time, and that's being rejected by investors. I mean, it hurts, right? It hurts the confidence. It hurts the pride. It hurts the wallet when investors don't want to fund your startup. And for the folks that I know of, including some that I'm working with right now, hearing no over and over again continues to sting. I mean, if no one else believes in your idea, that can it really be that good, right? Well, that's not necessarily true. And the pain is a sign to find out why there's a lack of interest on the part of investors. It could be that you just have been targeting the wrong type of investors for your business, or you need to provide more evidence of current and future success. A lot of times, I suggest that folks ask those very investors for a reason why they turned them down so that they can regroup and try again. You know, there's so many stories of founders who were rejected 10 times and 20 times and 30 times, which I know had hurt. I mean, come on, 30 times? But if those folks gave up and skipped out on that 31st meeting, these companies wouldn't be where they are today. And I think it's because each meeting teaches us something about what investors are looking for and which ones need to be targeted. Now, every investor wants to bet on a winning horse. I mean, what's the point of losing money on purpose? But that's the risk that you take on a gamble. And at the same time, 
there's what these investors are looking to do is invest in startups that make money. I mean, watch Shark Tank, one of the most brilliant shows out there. And it's really a masterclass on pitching. And you'll quickly realize that as brilliant as an idea may seem, it's got to make money for investors. That's just the plain and simple truth of it. No matter what stage your startup is in, you probably are going to need some investment dollars. And over the past few months, I've been helping put together pitch decks for a few startups and reviewing other ones for some friends, as well as watching 30 episodes of Shark Tank and seeing about 120 products and ideas pitched. So to save you some time, here are the 10 most common reasons people don't invest in what looks like on the surface to be a good startup. And I offer these to you as help. Review them and address them before your next pitch. But if you don't get the deal and they come up with, I don't know, the 11th reason, well, just keep learning from that and just keep going. So the first two I've posted about on social media, on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and it really comes down to answering the question, two questions really, of do you have commercial viability and do you have market acceptance? So first, they may not invest in your idea because there's no proof of commercial viability. And what do we mean by that? Well, you wanted to develop an idea that could revolutionize your business niche. And it could be an amazing idea, but your concept is too far out. And most investors are going to stay away until there's been more research, your product has traction with customers, or other investors show interest in it. Investors typically want to stick with proven technologies and industries. And once we've tackled commercial viability, we also need to get over the hurdle of market acceptance, meaning can you actually sell any of these things? Is there evidence that you, there's interest in your startup or that it has some traction? Have you sold anything yet? Have you run a successful Kickstarter campaign? Have you launched a startup before? Passing these tests would prove that you have what it takes to get this startup off the ground. And if there's no pre-orders and not many signups for your product or service, and if you really can't prove that people are willing to pay for your products or service, then why would an investor give you money? So just think about that. Show that your business is something worth putting hard-earned cash into and that this investment will work hard for your investors as the company starts to have success. Okay, for the number three reason, it really comes down to trust. Are you sharing all of the relevant facts and figures for an investor to fairly assess the opportunity in front of them? Or are you keeping critical pieces of information from potential investors? Now, they're not asking you to reveal every little secret regarding your startup. But if they're investing in your company, they have to at least know the basics of what makes your startup tick. How do you sell your products? Are your patents protected? Are there already other investors? And if so, what does that dilution look like? Investors want to know everything about a startup that's relevant to them. Keep these key matters secret and you'll risk having a potential investor flat out not trust you. Saw it just the other night on Shark Tank and guess what? They didn't get the deal. Okay, number four, you don't have a business model or a business plan. So you failed to tell an investor in this case, how and where you expect to take your startup in the next couple of years, though you've indicated that there's some interest in your product. And that's why creating a business plan is such an important piece of the puzzle. If your business plan doesn't add up, add up or worse, if you don't have one, then you they won't invest in your startup. Full stop, 
Yes, I hear, I hear you. I get it that it's the next great thing to solve a massive problem, but no business plan, no money. And that's just the way it is. So get some help with your business plan from a consultant before you go into that room. Number five, they don't believe you can build your product. A great idea is one thing. Making it a reality is another. If you haven't convinced investors that your product can actually function, it's going to be tough to get them on board. They may need to see some sort of working prototype, or they usually like to see a few customers already using your product. Number six, your company is not the first to enter the market or is not unique. And most investors I know typically don't invest in startups that are not trying to create something new or that have not come up with a different business model to solve a similar problem. And Barbara Corcoran on Shark Tank is famous for this question about who else is doing your thing or is doing something similar. You must have something different or unique beyond what the competition has. So if you don't, think about creating a new idea from an old business model. So number seven, the founder or CEO is uncoachable. And you know, this is kind of an interesting sticky one to talk about, but just think about it. If you're not willing to listen to advice or suggestions and become defensive when someone criticizes an element of your business, investors probably aren't going to be interested in working with you. This is a partnership and the best partnerships have likability at their core. So just the other night, again, on my favorite show, Shark Tank, it's such a brilliant show, by the way, uh, several of the founders came to pitch an idea and Robert Herkovic made one small, tiny suggestion and these folks became offended. One of them challenged Robert, said that he didn't really understand their business and asked what gave him the right to make that suggestion. Well, he basically picked up his toys and uttered those famous words, I'm out. And it made for great television, but they didn't get the deal. And guess what? This is an older episode. The company is out of business now. All right, number eight, your startup costs are too much. Now you may think that your new company is worth $10 million, but investors price deals on earnings and margins and customer sales and sign committed purchase orders. Yes, figuring out the value of your startup can be a challenge. And yes, the value should be based on past accomplishments and the company's potential. But there's got to be some anchor there to reality. And if investors feel that a startup is being assessed at a value that's too expensive, they're just going to go look for another investment opportunity. And we see this a lot. And again, on my favorite and should be your favorite uh, show, TV show, happened the other night. All right, the number nine reason is that maybe they're just not the right investor. Um, you know, your company is not operating in their area of expertise. So just like doctors might have especially, so do investors. So do some research ahead of time and locate the investors who are involved in your field. Usually in every episode of Shark Tank, one or two of the sharks will say how impressed they are with the idea being pitched but admitted that they just don't know enough about the niche to help. And so they say, I'm out. And number 10, the final reason is there aren't any other investors in the business, including you. So if investors don't find evidence that others have invested in your business, even a couple of thousand dollars, it's going to be real tough to get an investment. Now, they aren't interested in dilution, 
but they do want to see interest from other investors. And oh, by the way, that could be from you. How strongly do you believe in this and how much have you put into it? The presence of other investments gives an indication that someone else sees potential in your startup and that other people are supporting your vision. Having a couple investors is good as they also can help promote your business. So there you have it, the unofficial, official list of the top 10 reasons investors are likely to take a pass at investing in your company and your idea. So give them a review, role play the responses before you go into your next pitch. And I promise you that if you're not successful, at least you'll feel more comfortable because you're better equipped. And look, this is the one of the biggest moments in your business's life. I think it makes sense to take it seriously and it's not the time to wing it. So, you know, we're on episode number nine and I always said on this podcast and the response to this has been tremendous. And thank you to all of you that the first 10 episodes I was going to record myself and then after that, start to have guests. And so I've got a couple of great guests lined up for future episodes. So I hope you'll listen in. So that's all for this week. And I'm truly honored that you've chosen to invest your time with me. If you've enjoyed today's discussion, please consider subscribing to this podcast so that you'll never miss a future episode. It's easy to do by just clicking on that subscribe button or that follow button. And with that, we'll see you down the road. Thank you.